Join us on the road to our 10,000th download and the launch of our new TV channel with the limited edition Mistaken Identity Podcast shirt made by Obvious Shirts, of course. Click the link in our show notes to purchase before they're all gone. Make sure to tag us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter while wearing your shirt for a chance to win additional merchandise. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. That's it. No special supplies or equipment needed. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. You'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. And believe me, I'm a small business owner myself, and there was a lot of waiting, a lot of lines, and a lot of postage, especially early on when I was getting my LLC finalized. And if I had stamps.com on my side, I probably would have saved a lot of time and frustration. So you can cut the confusion out of shipping with stamps.com's new rate advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with stamps.com. There is no risk. That's right, no risk. And with my promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Because who doesn't need those? No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD, all capital letters, P-O-D. That's stamps.com, promo code POD. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. going on everyone this is aj lewis live from arizona at spring training and you are listening to the mistaken identity podcast all right so i'm excited about uh today because uh, i've been trying to get this person on anything i'm doing uh for a very 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 long time and most people will be surprised uh, just how close uh, we actually are because he's so quiet. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited to have uh, one of my favorites, and I rarely ever say that, but he knows it because I tell him all the time. Uh, Danny Zaremba, what's up? How we doing? Uh, it's been a long time coming. It has been a long time coming. You've been asking for <laughs> a little while. I'm glad we finally got the schedules arranged uh, where it can be on the show finally. You know, it's funny. Uh, uh, most people, everybody, not to, I don't, not to sound cocky, but everybody knows every supervisor, so they know all of us, right? Because we're yeah, the ones that they see all the time. So everybody knows, you know, me and all the rest of us. But of course, um, every once in a while, uh, we'll get together with supervisors and we'll look at the different names on the list, and uh, you know, you know, uh, we'll trade people. And, you know, I'm like, so who do you, can I get? Uh, Danny's a member, and they'll be like, "Who's Danny's a member?" You're, you're so quiet, yeah, and you're never ever in trouble, and you're never involved in drama, and you never you don't ever get ridden up. 
that people don't know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, how do you not know this guy? Because he is like one of my favorite people. And you know, like whenever I see you, uh, and I really get to work with you, but uh, like whenever I see you, I'm like having a parade. No, I know. You always are. You always come up to me with a big <laughs> smile on your face. Like, hey, it's my favorite worker. It's my favorite person. It's like, I love it. It makes my day every single time. And it was one day there was a, you were a fan one day. Yeah. And it was a massive rain delay. I remember there was a massive rain delay. And I think that uh, I was, back then it was Gate K. I'm not sure what it, what it was called back then, but. Yeah. Uh, five, maybe. But, um, so you, I think your friend were down there. I don't know what happened, but you were stuck. It was packed on the concourse too. Um, was it a concert or a game? I don't remember. No, it was definitely it was a game. Packed. Definitely a game. It was a game, and you, so yeah. it was packed. It was like wall to wall people on the concourse, and you just happened to be stuck uh, at my gate. Uh, and I'm like, uh, you know, Danny, you, you, you can, you, can you, know, you know, you're not supposed to, but Danny, you know, you can go out and come back or whatever. And you're like, really? I'm like, Danny, you're Danny. Like, why, why would I say no to that? Like, of course you can. No, it was awesome. Yeah, we got to just head out and like do do whatever for about an hour. And then we came back in when the rain stopped and just came back in the game like it was nothing. It was great. I don't know what it was, but for whatever reason, that day it was packed. It was like wall to wall. I've never yeah. even seen it. I don't know. It might have just been like a random like weekend or something. I don't know what it was, but it was it was a busy day for like a random ball day. Yeah, but it was, but literally it was wall to wall people in the concourse during that rain delay. It was insane. No, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I've never seen like that. But um, so for those of you that are listening to this, you're like, this guy must be new. He must be there only one or two years. So how, many, how many seasons have you been there, Danny? Technically, this is my fourth year. I mean, if you count 2020, that's just, this is my fourth year working, I guess. So um, I three actual seasons of working at Wrigley Field, pretty much to say. But for um, since 2018, I've been working there. Now, are people starting to finally uh, recognize the name that I know? Are you still a mystery to some people? Like, who, who are? Are you still like elusive? No, I think I've made my rounds enough where I, I'm well known. Um, at least through the, the security guard people, I think I'm well known now. I mean, again, towards the end of this year, I was kind of uh, MIA again, so I might have been gone through the slips and a little bit of mystery. But um, I, I feel like I made myself more known this year, to say the least. Now, what was really cool for me is that uh, one of my other favorite people actually won an award when I won an award uh, that one year. I was the um, uh, ambassador of the year, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. He was the rookie of the year. Even he realized how great you were, and it was Tyrell. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was cool to see somebody that I already know is awesome uh, meet my new awesome friend, and they hit it off very well. Uh, but you and Tyrell got close, too. Yeah, no, we were really close for um for the years we worked together. It was great. Uh, actually, uh, I, the biggest, uh, the funniest thing I remember is that he has like a very similar last name to me. His last name is Zaremski, and I'm Zaremba. It was like that's like really weird, like really weirdly close. So no, we've been good buddies though from uh, the seasons that we were together. He's a really fun guy to hang out with, especially on and after work. Yeah, he's the opposite of you. You're the quiet one. Oh, uh, yeah. he's not quiet at all. He's not he's a quiet. Big vocal guy. He he brings my voice out, to say the least. So, <laughs> yeah. So, and then and then to make it even to give me an even more um, uh, heart inducing problem, I get to Soldier Phil uh, <laughs> to the Bears, and who do I see? My favorite Cubs person. I know. That, and I never do that. 
I never knew you were Wrigley 2.0 now. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been working there since 2018, too. Um, just doing, like, I did the training camp with them. Um, and then they asked me on to work, like, game days for, like, the last few years. So, now now everyone else from Wrigley is there, too. And I just <laughs> go through I go through the entire, like, stadium. It's like, oh, it's this person. Oh, it's this person. Oh, it's this person left and right. Oh, my God. Yeah, as of somebody messed to be yesterday, and if they get hired, uh, I would have brought over 98 people. That's insane. Yeah, you're the big Mr. Uh, Mr. Cub recruiter over there. You can't go anywhere now without meeting somebody from the Cubs. You cannot no, go anywhere. No, not at all. And, and every department, like uh, whether it's security, whether it's fan services, yeah. whether uh, every department. Everybody. We're all there now. It's, it's, it's really insane. It really is. Yeah. Uh, like the season never ended. No, you got um, like a whole year thing now. You got you're just Cubs to Bears, Cubs to Bears. You got to figure <laughs> out something with the Bulls for those few months in between. Yes, I know, I know. Um, so I originally tried to get you on my, I had an episode with, uh, Rob Kostecki and some of my yeah. other favorites. Um, you had an incident with your car and, um, yeah, I can't, yeah. It was... When I look back on it, uh, as quiet as you are, you probably would have hated those topics because they were very, <laughs> you know, controversial topics. We discussed politics and all that. So uh, it's probably meant to be that you had your own time with me. That's great. Uh, now let's go back to the beginning. How did you hear about the club job? How did you hear about it? Um, I actually applied the year before. Uh, I think it was my freshman going into sophomore year. Like I was like applying for jobs for like summer jobs or whatever. And I saw this ad. It was like work at Wrigley for like an Instagram ad. It was really weird. So I clicked on it. And it was like, oh, you can be like work for the Cubs over the summer for like a few different positions. I applied for it. And I initially got like the first interview, but I realized I had to be back like Tuesday nights. And I was like, I can't figure out how to get back and forth from like school. Cause I'm like two hours away from the city. So, and I got class the next morning, at like 8am. So it was like, how am I going to go back and forth without trying to miss a class? So I said, F it, whatever. I'll like, wait, I'll, I'll forget about it. Then next year rolls around. I'm like, you know, I still kind of want to work for the Cubs. Like, so I looked, um, uh, looked it up again and they were again, hiring for the season. So this time around, I kind of made a plan to like take the train down and make sure to like either tell my teacher that I wasn't going to go to class that day or whatever, or figure out some kind of system to be back on time. But that's kind of how I found about, uh, found out about the job. So, so now were you a Cubs fan, like diehard or you just Cub fans? Were you a passive Cub fan or what were you? Um, I'd say I'd probably I, not like a diehard, diehard, like knew everything about it, but I was a pretty, like I followed him pretty well to say throughout the season. So when, the, when they won the World Series, you, you remember where you were, what you were doing? Oh, yeah, I was in my uh, freshman year dorm room. We had like a suite, actually, and we had like all the people from our floor there. When we like the final out was we were probably about like a half a mile away from like the main campus. Me and a bunch of buddies literally sprinted all the way there. And it was like a giant riot fest on the uh, quad. It was awesome best thing and it was like raining outside it was all muddy people were climbing trees and had like their speakers out the cops were trying to pull people down it was just it was so much fun though it was definitely a memory to uh to hold on to for a while now but you weren't working at the time though right no i wasn't sadly you missed the ring oh yeah i missed the ring by two years so great uh maybe you know we never know what's going to happen in two or three years. You never know. We'll see, um, yeah. Who was your favorite Cub during that time? I'd probably say I was in between Kyle Schwarber and Chris Bryant. I just loved those guys too much. Just kind of people of the crowd, which was awesome. People, And they, they really embraced Chicago, which was awesome too. So those are probably two of my favorite guys to watch every day. 
So uh, what was what is your uh, favorite game that you've worked personally that it was like just the greatest game that you worked that's in your mind that you won't forget? Even the, even the feeling or yeah. what was the greatest game? Honestly, the, my favorite one that I worked was um, – so it was – when we had Cole Hamels came to our team like midway through the season, I think it was like 2019, and we were still competitive. Uh, they faced the um, Washington Nationals, so it was like uh, Cole Hamels versus uh, Max Scherzer, and it was like a pitching duel the entire game. I was out in the bleachers, like it was a pretty normal, like tame like day because everyone wanted to actually watch the game, which is like a first for a Cubs game, <laughs> especially of late. Um, but. Yeah, it was a great game, and I think uh, Washington got the lead, and that was the day that um, David Bodie hit his walk-off grand slam as well. So I was hyped throughout the game because it was like Hamels and Scherzer going through the seventh inning, and then they get the relievers in, and then to finish it off with a grand slam walk-off while it was also in the bleachers, just to be like in the game or like a part of it was unbelievable. That was probably my favorite moment and favorite game to work. Isn't it amazing sometimes, like, how loud that place can get? I feel like sometimes, uh, like, those walk-off home runs or those walk-off grand slam, like, the building is, like, shaking. Like, it's just yeah. like – Yeah, oh, my God, like, yeah. Like, the feeling is unbelievable. No, it's it's insane. It's, like, deafening. It's so loud. But it's, like, it, you're immersed in it. Like, it's so – it's so cool. It's it's That's probably, like, the best thing you could say about working at Wrigley is just – Especially with security and stuff like that, you're in the action for the most part. Right. Like that's why I always loved working the bleachers because, like, I like I, I might not be watching all the game, but I like a part of the game technically. If there's like a home run or something's happening, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, you got a better chance of being on TV in the bleachers yeah, than you do. Yeah. Exactly that too. <laughs> I could find myself out in the highlights every now and then. Like, yeah, I'm that red shirt right there. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Now I will say this though: uh, the World Series. It was hard to work. Oh, I working bet. There, we, we just, I just, it was hard to work. It, it was just one fans were on their best behavior. Nobody wanted to get kicked out. Nobody wanted to be yeah. in trouble. Um, you just have goosebumps because they, they were down two to two to nothing. I think it was. I'm not, I don't remember what it was, but because they lost, it would have been over or whatever. And you, it was like these goosebumps all over you. You got uh, in my section that there was a uh, uh, John Travolta, uh, Amy Schumer. They were all over where I was at. Oh, wow. Uh, Gaga uh, was over there where we were at. So it was, it was just like, it was hard to work. It was. <laughs> I bet. And that was probably, that was like game, what, five was it that you guys yeah, were yeah. It, yeah, it was yeah. just hard to work. It was just like. I can't imagine working if it was like a home game on game seven. I, I couldn't imagine, oh. like, what would that be like? That would be the most. Oh, I would yeah. be like, I don't care if I get fired right now. I'm just going <laughs> to watch the game. It's just too good. But the people, the people that were that would have been responsible for firing you would have been watching the game too. Probably, so, uh, yeah, it would have been so. It would have been fine then. It was just kind of like a an honor system we would have to do. It's like we're not doing yeah. no one do anything wrong because we're not going to stop you today. So yeah, yes. Uh, now, what about your parents? Now, when you first told them you got the co- job with the Cubs, what did they? What was their reaction? They were happy, honestly, because I've always wanted to do something in sports. So um, they were like, my dad was like. I mean, do these jobs while you can because, like, down the line, you're not going to be able to, like, enjoy this stuff, like, because you're going to be working full time or something like that. So they were really excited about me getting it. And um, I think I actually got them tickets, like, one of the first um, games I worked. So that was pretty fun. It was actually that game. Do you remember, like, the nine-inning comeback and, like, the freezing cold or whatever? (laughs) Yeah. That was my first game I ever worked. And I got my parents' tickets to that as well so, like, they could see me. 
like working. And they left in the seventh inning before anything happens. It was like, well, that's your own fault. Uh, yeah, we, we discussed how awesome the crowd is, but there are some days when it's cold. If you're oh, like, yeah. Um, although, if you're working for the Bears, you can't complain. So because no, not at all. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what is it that you are um, – you were going to school to major in what? Uh, I majored in marketing. Hold on. i am got to let my dog out. He's – Whining like crazy. Yeah, that's, right uh, that's your dog here. Oh, wow. Is that, oh, is that a bear's uh, – what's that logo? Oh, he just left the door. Anyways, what was I saying? What were you saying? What, that bear, what is that bear's helmet back there? What is that logo? Oh, that's a big fat head back there. Is that painted on or is that like a – It's a fat head, so it's like the big stick-on like oh, poster yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they used to like promote all the days. I, I'm a big – you can see I'm a big Bears fan and big Chicago fan in my uh, – Yeah, I see uh, Notre Dame back room, there. Yeah. I see the Blackhawks back there. Okay. Yep. Got it all. What's on your shirt? Oh, uh, Northwestern. So I do like an internship with them uh, for like their sports marketing program. So they would just have like a giveaway. Now they're coming to Wrigley in, on the on yeah. the 20th. I think I'm going to be working that game actually for uh, Northwestern actually. So I'll be doing like some of the uh, promotional stuff and whatnot there. So it'll be interesting. Okay. So what what is your uh, your goal uh, to end up where doing what uh, with your with your degree? You want to do what? So I, again, I majored in marketing, but I kind of like doing like the advertisement, uh, advertisements and promotional stuff and sponsorships. So I kind of want to do something like with the marketing agency to like do uh, in-game sporting events, um, like promotional stuff, like like the Budweiser bleachers be a kind of a part of that. Or like, I mean, just the ideas behind it and whatnot, like let's get these promotional ideas out there. Um, so I kind of like want to do something with that combined with uh, sports. So initially, because I know working at the Cubs and the Bears, like it kind of gave me an eye opener. Is like I'm not going to be able to really enjoy, fully enjoy like my favorite teams while I'm working at the like the uh, these levels until I get to like an executive position. So I kind of want to work my way up and get the experience and the marketing that I need to like maybe down the line like work at a an actual franchise or something and work with their uh, marketing on the inside. So that's kind of like my long term long term goal. So. But for right now, just trying to get like a some experience under my belt and in the marketing world, so to say the least. So you think you can dance? Join the community sports fans dance troupe and learn the baseball fan dance. Don't miss your chance to dance in the CSF official music video. All baseball fans are welcome. Please visit communitysportsfans.com for further details. Club 400 Ballpark Lager is a beer for all nine innings. Take me out to the ball game. This crisp, easy-drinking lager is perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club 400, Cubs fans helping Cub fans, this baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois or from Crystal Lake Brewing. Beer master Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six-pack today, and please remember to drink responsibly. So we, we talked. So we talked about how uh, um, you know uh, you some way I don't know how, but some way you uh, grew on me uh, <laughs> to the point where uh, you know I could see you on my deployment, or I could see you uh, coming to my gate and like my whole dance made. Um, but I don't remember when we met. 
<laughs> I, I honestly don't know either. I looking back at it, I think you just like came about and it was like, hey, I worked for you. I think maybe three or four games in a row or something, and then mm-hmm. I kind of caught on. It might have been that, but I really don't remember either, to say the least. Me either. I'm like, I'm not, did I interview him? I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know how uh, we got to the point that we are now. Yeah, um, me neither. It just kind of came about. It was really random that like it just kind of worked out that way. I remember. I think my first year, first or second year. You kind of took me around, like, just showing me, like, the ins and outs of the ballpark, like, after the game. So that was kind of, like, one of the first big memories. I was like, you really kind of took me under your wing in that sense. But, um, yeah, I just don't know how it really, like, where we are now is what it is. So So, uh, baseball is your only sport, or you, like, you watch everything? Oh, I watch everything. Um, Football, basketball. Give me your thoughts on the Bears this year. It's a progressive year. I really just want Nagy and Pace gone, so I wouldn't be opposed if we didn't win another game the rest of the year. So we can so we can move forward because I feel like if we keep these guys, we're just going to be like nine and eight, or like maybe get a ten like a wild card game. But we're not going to get to that next level with these guys. And I don't know if the McCaskies are be content with that, but I mean they've kept these guys along for so long. That's I'm just kind of. I, I, I want us to fail this year so we can get some new guys so we can succeed in the long term. Because I like Justin Fields, and I think he could actually bring us to the promised land for once. But I feel like Nagy's going to hold him back. I just interviewed our boss, uh, Justin. Um, and he just said the exact same thing you said. Yeah. He named the exact same people that he wants gone yeah. for the exact same reason that you just named. And exactly. I just literally interviewed him and gave me the same answer. I'm pretty sure if you uh, interviewed the entire like Chicago Nation, like 95 percent of them is going to say the same thing. We're, we're like, we see it. We've been seeing it for the last however many years. Just, oh God. No, are you, are you a supporter of the uh, Chicago Sky? Yeah, I mean, I don't follow them that much, but I was, uh, I definitely saw the, was watching them in the playoffs a few games here and there. So really awesome that they uh, gave Chicago a championship. No one else can do it lately. <laughs> Hey, the White Sox were on pace. Yeah, <laughs> they were on pace. Maybe now, so what, are Sox? What, what, are, what are your opinion on the White Sox? They're on my team. I mean, I'm not going to root for them, but I'm not going to like if they're in the playoffs. I'm not going to root against them to say the least. And we're not as long as the Cubs aren't playing them. I'm not going to root against them. So I'll I'm be a like huge fan of uh, Tim Anderson. He's got some talent. Yeah, yeah. No, Tim Anderson's good. Um, Aloy Jimenez. Kind of want him back now. Um, and and if he was not a, if Tim Anderson was not in Chicago, because nobody, no baseball player or team will surpass the spot like the Cubs get. I don't care no. what the White Sox do. Uh, but if they were in, if they were in another city without the Cubs, Tim Anderson would be a, a marquee player at any city. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's crazy how much they're like how less media they get like compared to the Cubs <laughs> and everything. I told this story before. Uh, when, the, when the Cubs won the World Series, ESPN got on TV and was like, hey, this is, the, this is Chicago's first World Series since 19-whatever. I'm like, yeah. That's when like, <laughs> I was like, I guess I forgot about that one like 11 years ago or something or 12 years ago. And then they like sweep. Wasn't, wasn't like major. It was like a big I mean, But like the White Sox have no chance here. They just have no chance here. Yeah. Um, now, what do you think about the Bears moving to Arlington? Um... I, I've been on both sides because I like us being downtown. Like you see those like skyline shots before games. And it's just so pretty right on the lake. But logistically, it makes more sense for them to go to Arlington. Like 
we have the smallest stadium, like in one of the smallest stadiums, the NFL. It's very like needs upgrades majorly. And if we have like something in Arlington Heights with like a retractable dome or whatever, we can do like big 10 tournaments or like, uh, or like, um, NCAA final four tournaments and stuff like that. So we can host big events like that, which would be kind of cool to have in Chicago or at least the Chicago area. Okay. What are your uh, thoughts on, and for this season for the Blackhawks? I'm optimistic, but uh, I don't know. After these first few games that I've seen so far, it's not looking pretty right off the bat. Okay. What about uh, who's the local college team to watch this year? For me, uh, Notre Dame is my team because my dad went there. So I've I've grown up watching them. And going to Illinois State um, wasn't really that big of a factor in changing that because Illinois State is like NCAA, (laughs) like, division two or whatever. I don't know. It really, it wasn't much, much sense. So they, they weren't that good either. So I kind of stuck following Notre Dame. Um, they've been good, but it's not their year to like do anything. Like they're going to be like a probably middle of the pack team. I think they're like 13th right now, but they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. I if they make it. So what about the bulls? I'm really excited for them. This is the first year I've ever been excited for them since probably like 2012. Like they got a squad together. I love Zach Levine. I love like the roster they've uh, established. This the Bulls are the great example of what the Bears need to do: hire a great GM, hire a great coach, and like just make some moves, like get some big splashes and do something. Like they got Vucevic, they got the Rosen, they got Lonzo Ball, they got playmakers now that like like probably are gonna work off of each other. Like Lonzo's a big distributor. So he's going to, like, get the ball to, like, Levine and DeRozan. And then uh, Vucevic down in the post is going to be great as well. And then Pat uh, Pat Williams, he's a great – I think he's going to be, like, a next Kawhi Leonard in terms of, like, defending. He's just got that kind of, like, size and athleticism to, like, lock down any defender. So very excited with this roster this year. And I'm probably going to be – this is probably the first time I'll be going to a game since 2012. So I'm definitely going to try to make my way out to the United Center this year. So people can tell – you can tell when you – of course, I respect everybody. But obviously, you know, when you have hundreds and hundreds of people that are uh, your coworkers, you can't be friends outside and work with hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah. Um, but you can pretty much tell that, uh, you know, I am um, highly favorable of you if you can get either a birthday gift or a graduation gift out of me. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you can get that out of me, then you're probably up there in the uh, – <laughs> In the rankings, friends, yeah. Uh, what did I send you? What, what, what did I, I don't even remember what I sent you. It was actually, um, what was it called? Uh, it's like a tripod that you could use for your phone, with like a little like clicker and everything. Oh. Like that. It actually, yeah. I wasn't like, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll use this that much. I don't take that many photos. But literally, like two months later, I went on a road trip out west with my sister, and it was awesome. It was like perfect thing. It's like, oh, I'll take these portrait shots. Like, there's no one else to take photos for us, so that was really cool. So. I actually use it a lot more than I thought it would, and I, it's nice that I have it now. It's like if I any if I go on the lake or if I go anywhere like on a trip or anything like that, it's a perfect thing to have, and it's easy to pack too. Now, was that was that for your birthday? What was that for graduation? What was graduation? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was graduation. Uh, and speaking of lake, so you fish? Uh, not much, not too too much. My dog catches more than I do. He jumps in after the fish after he sees them surface. But no, I don't really fish too too much. You, you, you go to the lake just to chill. You go to the lake just to hang yeah, out. Yeah, just to yeah. like hang out, 
hanging out with some buddies, lay on the lake, lay on the raft. It's kind of my go-to. That's that's what I like doing. Okay, all right. Well, it was good to finally uh, talk to you. I'm uh, actually in the midst of planning um, uh, my annual Smoke Daddy. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you been to one of those? Yeah, I've been to like all of them, I'm pretty sure. I at least been to most of them. I probably I went crazy when I saw you. Uh, yeah, no, you always do. <laughs> Uh, I, wonder how it, I wonder how that feels though, because nobody does that to me. I wonder how it feels whenever whenever I walk in the room, somebody goes nuts. Like, oh, that's I know, crazy to see me. I wonder how that feels. I try to reciprocate it as much as I can, but I don't <laughs> think I can ever keep up with the energy that you do. So, yeah, but if, yeah. If you get to the brunch, I probably went crazy. Like, oh my god, look who's here! But um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I didn't have it because of COVID, obviously, mm-hmm. the pandemic. Yeah, of uh, course. But the good thing of the pandemic is that. This started. These uh podcasting started yeah, COVID, and now there's a freaking TV channel out of it. So <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's came like it, you. You worked a lot on this, and it like went. It went off really fast. It's awesome, though. Good for you. I had no experience. I, I I found something that I that I had fun doing. Yeah, and uh, I think what people. I think why it grows and grows and grows because um, COVID. The season we didn't have our usual training we get to see everybody and get yeah. to talk whatever. and we all had a mask all season and we weren't really close and the podcast actually lets people meet each other mm-hmm. uh, and you know see people outside of their normal routine and we didn't have that because of COVID so I think this was the perfect storm for doing this and yeah. now I um, mean the podcasts are blowing up anyway so I mean this is the perfect time to get into it so Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and now I've got you know, my bucket list because Danny was on my podcast. So. <laughs> well, I'm uh, glad to be a part yeah, of it. Too, so I'm, I'm happy that I was able to get on. Yes. Uh, so for everybody else, uh, I want to uh, uh, remind you all to go to our membership site, um, patreon.com slash Mistake with Danny Podcast. Get a membership. It's a dollar, three dollars. How about the uh, podcast? You can get more great content of me introducing you to my favorite people like uh, Danny. Here and his uh, great. By the way, Dan, I got a show called Dog Days that I got to get you on. It's about oh, yeah? staff, staff and their dogs. All right, uh, all right, gotta get you on that. Um, other than that, I'll catch you all, Danny. Thank you very much, um, and I will catch all the rest of you on the next episode of the podcast. Hey, everybody, Joe Flaherty here with the Mistaken Identity Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We want to thank you for your continued support. We also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to those of you who have written reviews, dropped some likes, and shared our shows as that has allowed us to grow beyond any of our expectations. As a matter of fact, we're excited to announce a new way for our loyal listeners to enhance their experience even more with our new membership feature. All you have to do is jump in the show notes and follow the link to our Patreon page where you can find access to a whole bunch of extra goodies for as little as $3 a month. You'll be given access to exclusive content, merchandise, behind-the-scenes video, early access to episodes, the ability to make special requests for guests, and much, much more. Now, if that sounds like something that interests you, head on over to Patreon and search Mistaken Identity Podcast, or simply follow the link in our show notes to join the likes of Nancy Sullivan, Alice Daniels, and Kathy Chester at the rookie level, all the way on up to the Hall of Fame level with longtime listeners Kathy Weedley and Kathy Grossman. As always, we can't leave without our disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely our own, and we do not speak for or on behalf of the Chicago Cubs or any other organization. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.